Welcome to Vanguard Radio. The Aryan Alternative. News and views for whites you won't find anywhere else. The Aryan Alternative is a print publication of uncensored news for whites. Be the first in your neighborhood to distribute news without the Jews by ordering 100 copies for $12 through the Vanguard News Network. Visit GoVNN.com for ordering information. The Aryan Alternative and the Vanguard News Network. No Jews, just right. Hi, gang activity. I can't talk. I could be the next target. I could be the next target. Yeah, okay. gang, 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 they won't hurt a fly. I ain't in the gang, gang, gang. Hi, gang, I'm I can't talk, I could be the next target. I could be the next target. Welcome to Goy Fire. We'll be talking about the Toledo Chimpow. <laughs> <laughs> Number two is the Aryan Alternative. Number three has been published and is being distributed across the country as we speak. Number three, we have a TJB case of um, hunting down a 90-year-old man in Spain, an alleged National Socialist. And four, Mexifornia TSB, uh, typical spick behavior. We have a case there that we'll be covering more in depth. Uh, back to our top story tonight, Toledo in flames. A National Socialist group scheduled march against black crime in North Toledo sparked rioting among residents Saturday afternoon. Police and SWAT teams moved in and several people were arrested. As a result, the march was called off and none of the National Socialist Movement groups, 80 members who showed up to participate, were arrested, according to spokesman Bill White. Most of the violence happened when residents who had pelted the National Socialist marchers with bottles and rocks took their anger out on police. Around 3 p.m., crowds of young men pelted the outside of a two-story residence with rocks, smashed out the windows with wooden crates, ran inside and threw out the furniture and lamps from the upper-level windows to the sidewalk below. The police were called into the area, but the riots continue and appear to be increasing. Video shows that rocks are now being thrown into homes and businesses and widespread looting is occurring. Rioters have now begun to rush homes in the area and are breaking into and looting them. Uh, I don't know, Alex, have you been watching the videos about this? Yeah, I watched the video, and uh, as usual, the blacks look like a bunch of chickens with their heads cut off, just running around, jamming poles into things, hopping up on buildings and climbing over fences and just running in and out. And They look like what they are, basically wild animals with very low IQs. And what's disgusting and predictable is that the media gives them a cover political story. They're always irritated about something. They're never just niggers doing what comes natural. They've always have a deeper meaning. And just the same way we see that any kind of black failure is always presented as uh, some, some ha- having some kind of white cause, when that's never in fact the case. 
Now, if these people, now, I don't have any brief for the NSM, and Bill White's a congenital liar, but the fact is that blacks are causing problems, not just in Toledo, but in almost every city of any size nationwide, and it, it is true that the mayor and the people there will not acknowledge the racial nature of the problem. And that that goes back to what we call Jefferson's truth here at Boy Fire, which is the two races equally free cannot live in the same government. And when that government prevents one of the races from securing itself by segregating itself, using its constitutionally guaranteed freedom of association, then we have a major problem. And it's not a problem that either wing of the government party, which includes the media, the Republicans, and the Democrat, is going to do something about. So the people are forced back in their own recourses. And if that means sorry slobs like the NSM and, and congenital liars like Bill White, well, that's where we are, white people. And uh, what I'd like to see is um, better organizations and better people coming together to do something about this. And, and like we say, a bunch of dumbass animalistic niggers rioting is the symptom, but Jews are the disease. Jews cause that because they allow it. They even promote it many times by providing the cover that I mentioned. Well, one of the more shocking um, parts of the video I saw was... Uh them throwing stones through the front windshield of an ambulance, uh, just uh, stones, you know, coming down like like hail uh, on the front of this ambulance that uh, was there to, you know, help again uh, the the New Orleans parallel uh, help people being injured, perhaps by tear gas canisters or what have you. Uh, that was what they. Um, chose as, uh, as a target, and uh, also the complete disrespect of the gang members and openly gang members, you know, they're throwing monikers and wearing do-rags and what have you, uh, complete disrespect and disregard for the police there, you know, throwing cobblestones right through their, their front windshields as they pull up, uh, and uh, just the, the out-and-out lawlessness of the situation really did bring it home for me. Uh, good point. We also saw this this, uh, this activity in uh, not just in Katrina where they were shooting at helicopters and, and trucks coming in to provide them food and, and help, uh, medical help, but we saw this in Cincinnati a couple of years ago where they were actually bashing in windshields and bashing in windows and attacking drivers. And there were some quite bloody photos of the riots in Cincinnati during the summer, and uh, the media kept most of them suppressed. You really had to dig around in the back pages to find anything. But as always, we got to try to buy off black rage, which is artificially stoked by the media. And this stuff goes on just because you don't hear about it, white people listening to Goy Fire. Yeah, well, I even thought, you know, I had fooled myself into believing that during the uh, riots in L.A. and also in Cincinnati, there was mainly uh, citizens, you know, white citizens uh, at the wrong place at the wrong time who were being robbed and murdered and assaulted, uh, but to see them treat police officers with the same type of disrespect and, and to feel the, the helplessness of, of armed, uh, seriously armed police officers, um, and, and not just one, but dozens of them, uh, in the face of, of marauding hordes of Negroes, uh, is, is pretty, um, pretty eye-opening. Well, ages, they're not helpless if they're seriously armed, and that's, that's the whole thing. This is all political. This is a problem that could be solved. And the way you put it down, you say, if you niggers, if you niggers riot and loot, we're going to shoot you. There's no reason in the world that couldn't be done. And if it were marauding neo-Nazis, you can bet your ass they'd be shooting at them and 
cracking him on the head. But everybody knows that we can't say word one about the boo. We got to pretend he's our equal, and that means covering up an awful lot of an awful lot of his behavior and censoring a lot of our thoughts. And, and pretty soon you go crazy when you do that kind of thing. We don't live in a free society where you can say what you want. The, the head of the police is afraid if he cracks down on the niggers, i.e. treats them the way their behavior shows they ought to be treated, he will get uh, blamed by a committee of political blacks, and it will be amplified by the media, and he'll be cast as a racist. Therefore, blacks are allowed to get away with this. It's, uh, they, they don't have respect for anybody, let alone the police, and they know, they know on some level, they may not understand why, but they know that they're allowed to more or less get away with this, and that's why they do it. I mean, it's just their nature, and, and their nature is only controlled where they have fear of physical, direct physical repercussions for what they do. And, and in America today, we act like niggers are some kind of heroic presence. And that, again, is because of the Jew controlling the media and controlling the government. Stan, do you have any thoughts on this? Yeah, actually, I'm going to start out with a, a report that was just released 58 minutes ago um, that the police began receiving word midweek that the gangs were going to descend on the neighborhood where the riot erupted over a planned march by white supremacist group. But the resulting disturbance was worse than expected, and this is the police chief to the AP. If they knew... That these gangs, which last I heard gangs were um, a pariah on our society as much as uh, these supposed Nazis, um, were planning on, on uh, taking action and the police uh, figure it's worse than they expected. I mean, what, what did they expect from gangs? You know, what, what, what did they expect the gangs to do? Uh, stand there and throw flowers at the Nazis? or So that even with the week of preparation, they can't come up with a plan for corralling the niggers. Right, yeah. And, and, this is, and I'd like to point out how outrageous it is that the press continually treats this as though the neo-Nazis started this or created the problem. And, you, you, you know, you see a video and it's, it's not uh, niggers, going, niggers wilding. It's, it's you know, neo-Nazi protest sparks this. It's always caused by white. Everything that niggers do that's negative is always caused by ordinary white people. You must have noticed that. Even if you're a limp conservative or an insane liberal, you must have noticed that whites always get blamed for things that blacks do. Now, there's no explanation for that other than the people controlling the media and the press report it that way. Well, one of the things that they, they did mention was, uh, or at least one of the psychological aspects here of, of gang mentality. On a previous Goyfire, I, I actually disputed uh, the use of the term gang to describe black tribal behavior. Um, but, again, uh, I was uh, sort of... Dis there was uh, some dispute on that, but... Um, they did mention that the gangs, this was actually gang turf that the NSM uh, was planning on marching through and not being uh, up on democratic process and uh, the right to free speech or the right to air an, a different political viewpoint. These gang blacks or tribal blacks, whatever, saw that as dissing them on their turf. And uh, that was the real problem here. Mayor Jack Ford said uh, people are highly angry over the idea that someone from outside the community could come in and insult them in their neighborhood. He's, so he's, he's saying the black gangsters represent the community. Right. Yeah, when whites protect their turf by even trying to rent in their turf's their own house, and they can't even, they can't even forbid non-whites from renting from them. Yet blacks are allowed to control major portions of a city, as are Jews when they set up their little eretzes. 
If you, you probably aren't familiar with that Orthodox Jewish practice unless you live in New Jersey or Florida or California somewhere, they try to carry it out. And what they do is try to basically exclude non-Jews, make it clear that they control this area. Well, whites have to get back to thinking of themselves as whites and controlling their own space, and that means getting rid of the niggers and the Jews who sick them on us. But basically, you know, I don't know the scene in Toledo, but I'm assuming what it is is the, the usual Toledo's, Ohio, that means basically German-descended people. And a lot of it probably what they had is an uh, inner core of, as in Cincinnati, of, of Germanic, uh, you know, English, Irish-type people. And this slowly gives also way over Polish. time to yeah. Pol- lots of Poles also, yes. And uh, this, in time, due to demographics, gives way to, you know, you have some niggers come in, and eventually they spread, and, of course, they're subsidized out of white pockets. And then finally, they control an area. There's enough of them, and they they control an area big enough that, uh, you know, spontaneously generates stuff like this whenever they have the barest pretext or excuse. And they're just a bunch of animals. Anyone watching the video can see they don't have a political motivation. They're just monkeys. I guess Black Hawk Down would be the standard comparison here. Right. Also, the the demographic, they're they're not just uh, monkeys. They're also young monkeys. They're, like, between uh, anywhere from, let's say, 12 years old to, uh, you know, 25. And there's just a whole lot more of them than there are whites. You know, whites, they're mainly elderly. There's, uh, we we see the demographic um, development in the U.S. play itself out. That that is an excellent point. While the whites were were working and being taxed and uh, being frugal and having two kids, uh, the blacks were being subsidized and were breeding and, you know, more or less expanded or, or, had a growth uh, of of 63% or more in that particular area, and now they are the de facto rulers of those neighborhoods. That's an excellent point, Aegis. I mean, demographics is destiny, and and as you say, whites are working. These things are just breeding. You just see swarm after swarm of these, you know, between... 12 and, and, and 40 or whatever, and then, you know, they're all dressed in oversized athletic jerseys, and just, you can tell by the w- the simple way that they move that they're stupid. They're stupid, they're dangerous, they're given political cover by the media. These people are pushing us out of our own lands. This is insane to allow this, this craziness, this kookiness, this nuttery of racial equality, uh, and, and the, the Jew supremacists, the, the Jewish racists who foist this on us, we can't allow this to continue. We have to reclaim our own lands. Right. If you to- take a closer look at the body language that they display on the video, the throwing up of the hands, the exaggerated gestures, uh, a keen eye will see a parallel between the the videos. Uh, there was a more or less popular video circulating of uh, boys in Brazil uh, attacking beachgoers and also... Um, the the African attacks in in Portugal, another beach attack that was caught on video. Same type of body language, also same type of pack or flock uh, movement can be witnessed in in those separate instances. Black Hawk Down, if you ever have uh, seen the movie Black Hawk Down, that'll show you uh, exactly the same thing. Yeah, they're they're acting according to their nature, and their nature does not change whether they're in the North Pole, the South Pole, or any point in between. It's race, not place. And the two races are incompatible, and nothing the Jew that produces your daily newspaper says will controvert that fact. They lie, yeah. you die. 
We all pay the price for niggers and the Jews who sick them on us. Let's stop paying. Well, this brings us to topic two, and I'm looking right now at the title page of Aryan Alternative 3. Where are you seeing that? You just... Uh, I've, I've, I, I, I clicked on the link uh, from we're, the we're graphic on the front page, VanguardNewsNetwork.com, VNNTAA3.pdf, and here I'm looking at the title page, Savages in the Streets. Well, that uh, seems strangely appropriate. appropriate in light of our first topic today, uh, although that title refers to Katrina, and that's, uh, we have a little photo essay on that in there, and a lot uh, of other good stuff. Perhaps tell us well, a little bit about... Uh, TAA-3 and how, how it came about and how it's uh, being okay. distributed. The Aryan Alternative Number 3 is, as suggests, our third publication of our national uh, political newspaper. It's 16 pages. It's full color on front and back and a little bit better paper than last time and printed about double the numbers. About We printed about 50,000 for now. We may print another 20,000 later, depending on need. Um, we have people right now passing it out across the U.S., I don't have my shipment yet, but I'm going to put it out in about a 300-mile radius from Kirksville throughout the, uh, the Midwest and to several of the good colleges around here. The contents include uh, another hush crime story by Chain, which uh, features the murders of some beautiful young white women you haven't heard about because the Jews who report the media won't tell it to you. And hush crime, of course, is our own term, and it means a white murdered by a minority, just like those writing in Toledo, and, and news of which is suppressed by the Jew controlling the local paper and the local TV affiliate. And we've got a, so we've got a story on hush crimes. We've got a photo essay on Katrina. Uh, we have a review of the movie Fargo, made by a couple of Jews, and also of the movie of Unknown Origin, which suggests a rat analogy to our Jewish problem. We have oh, some cartoons by Brutus. We have a couple of articles on the ADL talking about their being in the league with uh, pedophiles, uh, homos, and gangsters, mafiosos, and supporting cops, and... and uh, collecting files on innocent citizens. They're, they're basically a no-good group uh, that afflicts anybody who tries to defend real America and, and the white race. And we've got an article in the NFL, which is timely, considering football going on this fall, and talks about how whites are systematically excluded from the prestige positions of uh, running back or tailback and uh, receiver, and even from quarterback if they're fast, because they want to pretend that only blacks are fast runners. That, I think, I think every, pretty much every article we have in this has some kind of eye-opening facts or arguments that you simply will not find anywhere else. Um, I've got uh, experts speaking on Katrina, those experts being drawn from uh, VNN, I might say. Goyfire, big hit on podcast circuit, uh, Mexican equals infexican. We've got a story about these truly horrifying, shocking diseases that uh, invaders from South America and Mexico bring to the U.S., including Chagas and leprosy, drug-resistant tuberculosis, and these can infect your children in school because these illegals are allowed to get a free education. We've got a long uh, a review of The Line in the Sand, and we've also got an interview with uh, Byron Jost, the filmmaker who produced it. Uh, and we've got a story about Jews murdering 600 million white men in the 20th century, along with some graphics of some of the, uh, some of the Jews, such as it, uh, Noel Ignatiev, who advocates the abolishment of the white race, and that's, that means he advocates the genocide of the white race. Uh, like I said, we've got a, got a column of, with news for Christians. I see a nice photo of Al Goldstein with a, his finger raised. Uh, you can probably guess which one. <laughs> we've, we've, and there's even more. I mean, there's, uh, we've got an article on Jews being occupying over 50% of the top 10 law school teaching slots. It's fascinating. And uh, we've got, complete with photos, 
photo slices of uh, a lot of these Jews who head up the law schools uh, in America, and it makes a really, it printed actually really well, the photos, even though they're tiny. I was afraid they might not come through, but they printed really well. And you see, the, as, I, as we put it, say hello to the hook-nosed face of American law. These are the people minting the power elite that controls your lives, and it does things directly like preventing the media and preventing the courts from allowing white people to protect themselves from those looting, rampaging niggers that you can find out about on vnnforum.com. Okay, this is a huge problem, and the media is not addressing it. And, and we're addressing the reasons that the main problems in America are never spoken about, let alone dealt with. And you can get this paper for 12, 12 bucks, 15 bucks, something like that. You send it to me or Rounder, and we've got the address at vnnforum.com. We'll send you at least 100, and if we have... We have them. We'll probably even send you more. And you can put these out, and they're guaranteed to cause outrage in your com in your community. But what they really do is educate anybody who bothers to read them. I mean, we aren't wasting space the way campus publications waste space because kids have nothing to say. Yeah, you know, we have something to say. Every article was, is, is packed full of information. Yeah, I was looking for all the uh, all the advertisements, uh, but they were mercifully edited out. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, Aegis, BNN's philosophy is time on topic, and that carries not just for this paper, which is 100% ad-free. We have one subscription box. That's it. Uh, it's just like Goyfire. We don't waste your time with a 25-minute introduction with bits that lose their cleverness the second time you hear them and all kinds of ads for mainstream crap products. We put it directly on the topic that we're talking about, so you get your maximum valuable co commentary per minute listened. And that's always been the VNN editorial spirit. So, yeah, this paper is uh, 16 pages of nothing but interesting stuff. And, and a lot of you listening to this for the first time, arguments and ideas and facts that you will never have come across in your life and will make you realize how censored and sheltered your little world has been from racial reality. And that's all I'm going to say. I'm, I'm very proud of this publication. It look, with each issue, we print about double the number, and we get better in terms of color and the quality of the paper. And uh, although there are some things that could be improved, uh, on the whole, it's a one hell of a paper. It's got some really beautiful stuff in it. Page 9, with we have a, a wonderful cartoon, and we have uh, News for Christians and an Anti-Defamation League. The, world, the First Amendment's worst enemy is, is, I would say, just plain professional looking. It's, a, yeah. it's, it's on par with the, with the lying Jew media. And they're the now standard how, right now. Now, how many copies uh, do we have printed up as of yet? Uh, we should of this we should have about forty-five thousand printed, and I know that uh, I think most of them, all of them, have been picked up. They're in the hands of a number of people, and they're being sub-distributed to uh, those who've already ordered them, and uh, to, to are being put out to our regular distributors. We have people right. who fund the distribution of this paper nationwide. We have people who pay and also distribute themselves. Um, I'll do at least, you know, a few thousand throughout the Midwest now, and here in Kirksville. Now, if one of our listeners uh, wants to cause a mini uproar in their community or their campus, where can they get in touch with uh, with uh, the people uh, distributing? Uh, the well, they can contact me at... at Alinder at kvmo.net. Uh, they can write to me at Post Office Box 101, Kirksville, Missouri, K-I-R-K-S-V-I-L-L-E, Missouri, 63501. Like I said, $12 per 100 copies of these, as long as we have them. 
And uh, yeah, also on the forum, I guess the our activism. Yeah, go to section. go to VNN forum and go to our activism section, and we have a, a place for the area and alternative, and that has all the ordering information. You can get them from me around her essentially. Uh, we may even have a guest talking about uh, how he's putting out thousands of them in one southern city. Yeah, if we can get him for next time. But uh, yeah, people now, putting them out all over the country. I, now, well, from what I understand, Goyfire's own chain uh, is currently making a nationwide distribution effort. In fact, Stan, uh, he did uh, call in, did he not? Yes, Chain left a message on the Goyfire hotline that he had passed through Atlanta, Georgia, Lexington, Kentucky, Chattanooga, Tennessee, Columbus, Ohio. Visited a few colleges there, uh, Southern Adventist College, Ashland College, Wesleyan College in Ohio, and Temple University in Dayton. And he was also present in Toledo, Ohio, over the weekend uh, during the riot uh, sparked by the appearance of the NSM. Uh, he passed out over 1,000 Aryan alternatives. He's a super VNNer. You can follow his exploits on vnnforum.com, this just in section, uh, in the thread called Great News from Chain. And there are several other threads that will catalog the exploits of the TAA being passed out by many VNNers who uh, are doing uh, a great service for all of us and for whites in general. Now that's activism. Yeah, and we're hoping we can actually get some, uh, we may get him together at Byron, maybe get a little video of passing some of these out. I would also like to take a moment to make this point that if you go to thearianalternative.com, you'll be taken to a page that is hosted off of vanguardnewsnetwork.com which has all the ordering information you need to receive your own copies of the Aryan Alternative, as well as PDF versions uh, that you can download the view. And we would like distributors of the TAA to call in to the Goyfire hotline at 304-756-8203 and tell us of your exploits, of, of your distribution efforts, and any... Uh, system press uh, reaction you might have gleaned and uh, you may also leave uh, leave that same information on the forum in the applicable threads great work Stan Stan set all that up himself and uh, yeah we so we've got the arianalternative.com that was and a phone number and I believe we also have a number for reaction to Goyfire don't we it's the same number 304-756-8203 and if you get in touch right. and you have a particular opinion about what we're doing, it may well end up on Goyfire. Right. <coughs> we also have a, a, an email, I, I believe, info at uh, goyfire.com. This is a, something new. Stan is also the man for this. So, uh, yeah, send us an email. Let us know you care. And uh, we'll, Don't be we'll uh, talk you about love. it. Don't be saying you love. <laughs> <laughs> or your hate. Any, any, anything broadcastable. Any any. Market reaction you have. We're not doing this yeah. to amuse ourselves. We're doing this because there's a giant problem in this country and it needs to be solved. And that's what these stories right. we talk about on here each week and we write about on the website and discuss in the forum and, and, and write about on our paper are aimed at solving. There's nothing purely writerly about any of this. It, 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 it needs to become real world activism, local networking, building up to a national political separation unit. We just say we're not going the way America's going because what you see in those rioting niggers in Toledo, that is the future of America, so to the extent that America is filled with uh, black and brown and mud-colored animals.
they can't help riding like that. We have to help ourselves by refusing to see ourselves as their equals and refusing to accept the Jewish lie that we can mix with them and, and everything will be just fine because it won't. Right. Well, I think uh, we've pretty much everything there's to say on that topic. We are now entering uh, the TJB section. Uh, we had I did spot a TJB story uh, this week, um, and this is out of Jerusalem. Uh, TJB, for our listeners uh, who don't know what that means, means typical Jewish behavior. It's uh, related to TNV, which is typical nigger behavior. So our TJB story tonight is uh, a, quote, Nazi doctor who killed hundreds reportedly located in Spain. A Nazi war criminal known as Dr. Death for sadistic experiments that killed hundreds of prisoners during World War II has been tracked down to Spain, an Israeli newspaper website said Saturday. Spanish police said they had not yet found the man. The German weekly Der Spiegel said Spanish investigators believe the 91-year-old suspect, Arbert Heim, has been in Spain recently. Heim has been a fugitive since he was charged by German authorities in 1962 with killing hundreds of concentration inmates in Germany and Austria with lethal injections. He is thought to have evaded capture in Germany, Argentina, Denmark, Brazil, and Spain. The Israeli newspaper Haaretz said Heim would be arrested soon by Spanish police. Its website quoted a spokesman for the Nazi watchdog, Simon Wiesenthal Center, Stephen Clem, saying the center had had evidence that Heim is still alive and has amassed more than two million in a Berlin bank. Alex, uh, what's your take on this? It, it's hard to say because I've never heard of this guy before, and you know, it, <laughs> significance to me, they're watching wire transactions for money, and they see, you know, pretty closely nowadays. That was one of Marx's planks, I believe, keeping. Uh, close control of capital flight out of a country, in fact, preventing it. In the U.S., pretty much any transaction over 10000 you have to file an IRS form for. And so uh, just shows you the international controls. Of course, Jews have long been, um, they're particularly vindictive people, and, and they don't forget slights, even if they're imaginary. And uh, by the same token, they preserve in their own country, Israel, they keep, they prevent from being extradited those Jews who have committed crimes against uh, goyim, goyim, because of course they don't admit that the very concept of a Jew committing a crime against a goyim does not exist in the Jewish tradition, which teaches that they are gods and we are animals. So they will pursue us to the ends of the earth if we do anything against one of their own. But they're perfectly free to do the same against us, and that's a that's an example of what we need to stand against them. And uh, yeah, you can bet your bottom dollar that a this guy doesn't exist. B, if he does exist, he didn't do the things that they claim he did and uh, see the Jews are keeping in Israel someone even worse than, than this guy and preventing him from being extradited to, say, Poland or Germany to serve time for crimes he committed against Germans during or after the war back in the 40s. Right, there was that, there was that case uh, of... Solomon uh, Morell, right? That's it, that's it. He, he is known Solomon Morell was a Jew who to tortured and, and executed all kinds of whites after World War II. When uh, people don't realize that the Jews took over a lot of the uh, concentration camps and they tortured the inmates, they starved them to death and uh, did all manner of vile things. I mean, you can imagine what it'd be like having Jews run a, a concentration camp. It 
would be far more in your interest to having uh, Germans run it. Is even uh, even the late fraud uh, uh, Wiesenthal or was it Wiesel that uh, that fled with the Germans when his Jew Russian buddies uh, threatened to take over the camp he was he was living in. <laughs> they know the truth. Jews are the nasty, violent, torturous ones. Whites are the honest, upright Aryans. That's why they have to control the media yeah. to pretend the reverse is true. So good luck to this guy right, if he so exists, and we hope you continue to evade capture by Jewish haters, liars, and uh, torturers. Yeah, well, this guy Morel is known to have uh, killed, I guess, over 2,000 uh, Germans uh, or other uh, so-called national socialist sympathizers uh, after uh, the war. And he's living in uh, Israel, right, and they won't extradite him? Yeah, he is about the same age, too, I believe. Who was the one that was on the um, uh, plane that landed in Britain and uh, has a warrant out for him? That was a that was like a captain in the Israeli army, I believe, mm -hmm. and he uh, he was alerted through some kind of British or some kind of Jewish sympathizer or plant that they were Scotland Yard was going to bust him. So he, I forget what he did, but somehow he evaded them he at the airport. He stayed on the plane and they 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 flew him back to Israel. Yeah. If he had gone through customs, he would have been arrested, but. Uh, actually, I, I think landing on, on foreign soil, they, they should have detained the plane until he was removed from it. But I guess international law is uh, in favor of, of uh, Jew criminals. As though Jews don't follow international law and it's to their interest. When they seized Eichmann, it was completely against the law, both in Argentina and by international law. But, of course, no one ever talks about that because you know, we talk about that. We don't we control do. the New York Times, though. We we talk about on our private media that they're trying to ban. We talk about it on the internet. We talk about it on our home produced papers. We talk about it on our our homemade radio shows. But on on the mass stuff and the Clear Channel and New York Times and CBS and the ABC, you know, they don't talk about this stuff. Therefore, it doesn't exist in the minds of most people who lack imagination and capacity for independent thought, let alone action. So we are there for the minority of whites, the maybe two to three percent who can. Understand that what we are being fed in this world, what we are being taught, all goes one way, and, and it's an anti-white way, and it's not going to change. It's going to get worse with time. And if we wish a future for our kind, in which we are free to act as ourselves rather than politically correct cowards who are third class to a bunch of sons of slaves, then we need to come together and do something about that. We need to rise up, demand self-determination for white people. That is what VNN is ultimately about. We are going our own way. We will not be dictated to by Jews or by any of their colored emissaries, their colored yeah, familiars. Well, speaking of which, I guess might be a better word. Speaking of which, we have a, a case in L.A. Uh, L.A. Unified sued over racial issues. Uh, Anti-affirmative action groups as the district's efforts to integrate schools violate Proposition 209, which bans racial preferences. An anti-affirmative action group filed suit earlier this week against the Los Angeles Unified School District, charging that its efforts to racially integrate schools are in violation of Proposition 209, the 1996 statewide initiative that banned preferential treatment by race. Two lawsuits were filed Wednesday in Los Angeles Superior Court by the American Civil Rights Foundation, which is associated with Proposition 209 author Ward Connerly. The suits take aim at three desegregation tools used by the district, magnet schools, voluntary busing, 
and the consideration of race in determining where teachers will work. If successful, the yeah. suits could have a profound effect on the nation's second largest school district, which has struggled to integrate schools, even as the percentage of non-Latino whites has dwindled from a majority of all students in the 1960s to just 9% today. Here we see the, I guess, the dark side, or what we'll get as a people if we don't do something about it. It's funny how they call the Jews always refer to their desired end state in, in the most in the pleasantest terms, you know, racial balance. Racial balance means a bunch of niggers acting like niggers and, and your kid trying to avoid them and, and get whatever sustenance he can out of a public school diet, which, believe me, is heavy on the carbohydrates. Uh, this is in L.A., you know, it could be a lot of other places. I mean, first of all, why public school? Second of all, why send your kid to a public school when you can homeschool? Third of all, L.A., yeah, the whites have been uh, pretty much driven out by the coloreds because coloreds produce conditions that whites don't want to live along. That is natural and normal. Uh, <clears throat> they do what they do. We do what we do. We don't want to mix with them. Who says we have to mix? Why? By God, it's the same goddamn Jews that we see in every other story this goy fire. The Jews... The, hand, the invisible hand of Jewry is always pushing our race back together with these jungle savages, knowing that we're going to get raped and murdered often, and even if we don't, we're going to get substandard education, thus leaving our kids unable to challenge them and their, their connected group for the top spots, which, as we see in law schools, you know, they, they pretty much hand out only to their own members and to a minority of, of women and homosexuals who think the way that they do. So we need to liberate ourselves from the Jews, Goy Fire listener. You can darn well believe that we are their slaves right now. And what do you think those kids are going to be taught in the classrooms uh, around L.A.? They're going to be taught a bogus version of history in which whites are the guilty party and Mexicans are some kind of heroes and, 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 and niggers too, and Jews are these poor victims of discrimination. You know who this is the victim? You are the victim, white man. You are the victim of the Jew. And that's something you ought to pick up from Goyfire. And then that necessitates your banding with other white men who think the way that we do, who recognize what is actually going on, the real game being played, and we change the rules of the game. We reject the Jewish system. Get involved. Get on our forum. Find people in your local area. Take our paper and pass it out in your area. And it's perfectly professional. There's nothing you need to be embarrassed about in it. It's got content that is incredible and certainly that you're never going to find in a local paper and uh join you know four thousand other people who are uh, on our forum right now who feel the same way that we do growing numbers you know it's real genuine opposition it's not any of this republican bullshit yeah, well, the republicans are on ward... the side of the mexicans not the white kids well this guy ward connerly of the uh perhaps misnamed uh, american civil rights foundation um associated with Proposition 209. Here's another proposition that Californians have, have put up uh, supposedly to ban preferential treatment by race. Um, mm -hmm. Just more or less floating in the air. But here, you know, we see Connerly try to be a, a compassionate conservative. Uh, Connerly's quoted as saying... Uh, he, he believes uh, that court-ordered desegregation has been harmful to children, African-Americans in particular. Quote, I believe that the use of race just reinforces the academic gap and causes these kids to perform at a stereotype level, which is, you can't do this, he said. So... Mm -hmm. This has become so typical of, of, you know, conservatives having, you know, some type of 
you know, black who's who's on the payroll say things like this. Yeah. And that's that's of course supposed to show the universal uh, validity of the point because it's a black person saying these things, not a white person. But these types of games only work in in white people's minds. Blacks just you know hear somebody saying uh uh, they're not cutting the mustard, and uh, you know they don't want to hear that. That's dissing them. Yeah, they don't. They don't want to hear any lectures on personal responsibility from Bill Cosby or from Ward Connerly or anything else. They don't want when the civil rights thing was first promoted. Yeah, they would talk a lot about formal legal equality, but what the, what that turned into, you know, basically the minute they got formal legal equality, they got legal superiority at the same time. So. What they didn't want was to be treated as second-class citizens in a white country. They wanted to treat whites as second-class citizens in a white country. And that is what has happened, thanks to the Jew. And, uh, you know, what, what happens is one race is up and the other races are, are down. They, there is no such thing as, as legal racial equality. And these conservatives trying to fight for it in the back end when white numbers are declining. I mean, it's hopeless. And the, the fact is that even if we had the formal legal equality, it would result in uh, uh, disparities in results that, Conservatives alike with liberals would never attribute to biology. Biology has made racial IQ differences between the races such that black performance can never equal white. But conservatives, being liberals, can't admit that any more than the overt liberals can. That's the, the, the gut of the problem or the root of the problem. So the thing, what matters to you is basically protecting your child from being forced into some public school where he's going to be taught lies about his heritage and he's going to be not going to be taught to his capacity. He's going to be dumbed down so that his test scores aren't too far out of the range of the stupid blacks. And it's just a little game. Every every part of this, it really is. It's just like a dumb game that has gone on for decades, and nobody's allowed to, to report the truth about what's happening or why. All they can do is try to kind of escape this Soviet system, you know, where you're used as a pawn by yeah. some Jewish social engineer where, while his kids are going to some billion-dollar private high school. And I'm not exaggerating. Those things do exist. Your child is a pawn. Yeah, well, the, yeah, well, the chilling thing here he mentions are these three so-called desegregation tools. Uh, he mentions specifically magnet schools, voluntary busing, and uh, the placement of teachers. Uh, so uh, how I wonder how these are specifically used to break up uh, homogenous schools and uh, infiltrate them with minorities. One point related to that, I saw something earlier this week about the percentage of white teachers leaving black majority schools. I think it may have been in Georgia or somewhere, but basically the minute you get black students in mass, white white students or white teachers want out. I mean, you can just imagine these niggers by the time they're 10 or 12 uh, can become really vicious, stupid little creatures, and they, they will... Uh, they're not above, you know, insulting, slurring, even physically attacking uh, young white females who make up these elementary teaching ranks. And, uh, yeah, nobody wants any part of niggers. They're useless. They're unsalvageable. Yeah, well, so They're jungle animals. They do not belong among us. Yeah, so you'll have, like, a, you know, maybe an idealistic, left-leaning uh, guy or girl <coughs> who has spent, you know, four years in college, uh, maybe, you know, six, studying, you know, English literature and whatnot. Uh, with lofty ideals of educating the new generation, and uh, they're sent into the ghetto by the by big Jew, mm -hmm. and they yeah. burn out within, like you said, maybe three years, and they they yeah. become taxi drivers or whatever else. They're totally disillusioned, and chewed up, and spit ages. Out. It's not 
Yeah, that's exactly right, and it's not just in schools. It, that goes for prisons and elsewhere. You've got a lot of these young, very attractive white girls who are intelligent enough, and they're, they're studying, as Chain says in TAA, they're studying criminal justice. And they get these ideas that they're going to fix or save these niggers because the schools will never teach them that niggers are niggers by nature. And so they believe that they can be caused. They just have to be talked to properly and fed the right pills by these solicitous young Aryan females. What they go on to discover is, is like the one did uh, uh, out east, is you know this this violent nigger fucking beat the shit out of her and raped her when she's in prison trying to feed him that stuff, and uh, and all of a sudden they go from being happy and normal themselves to, to learning the reality of the world in a particularly nasty way. And so instead of being in a kitchen cooking for their kids, you know they're they're beat up, used up. Then they're on these they're on over the counter medication. They're single and they're you know they're mid thirties and and spoiling rapidly, and that's nasty. And who created this system that tells white girls to do this? Uh, basically, the Jews did. Got to get, you know, the mass of white females. Got to get them out of the bedroom in the kitchen. Got to get them into school where they major in criminal justice or sociology and, 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 and feed them a bunch of lies. I mean, sociology is about 100% <laughs> Jew dishonest profession. And uh, I remember Frederick Lynch, who wrote The Invisible victims, white males on the crisis of affirmative action, and it was the first guy to write about whites' reaction to this law that discriminated against them, and he said that, uh, yeah, he said that, he said that sociology is basically a 100% Marxist uh, academic discipline. I mean, it masquerades as an academic discipline, but it's basically a political movement, and it, you know, it houses these useless leftists who teach lies about race and everything else, and these young girls, and remember, the majority of the college-age population, or the college population is female, Goes to school and, and totally naive picks up uh, picks up what the Jews are putting down and that's a bunch of bullshit about race and only later in life yeah, did they learn the truth. Yeah, wasn't there a Go movie ahead. with Michelle Pfeiffer uh, about this? Like uh, uh, Dangerous yeah, Minds. Dangerous Minds. That's right with Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, I never thought of it that way, but you're absolutely right. The consequence of believing in cultural Marxism or or believing that you can change. Uh, race with culture is mm -hmm. to go into the education department and become an educator and to be sent to a ghetto school. Yeah, the, the, these are, and the religion feeds into it too. There are plenty of, of Catholics who are teaching we must be extremely concerned with the soul of every one of the umpteen billions of people on this earth. It's funny though that the <laughs> people who advance that view, even when they're paleoconservatives like Pat Buchanan, he shows no, he shows not the slightest concern for the soul of the white nationalist, which we might call the white preservationist or the white protectionist. He shows not the slightest concern for the protection of white genetics, yet he shows immense concern for the niggers and the Jews. He never, never, never. He always calls white racists sick and perverted and, 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 and what have you, and goes after their character just the way the Jews that he comes before hat in hand do. And that, that, that's why paleoconservatism is really just another version of liberalism, because what we wish to protect begins with a race. It has nothing to do with religion. It has nothing to do with idiotic traditions that could be changed in a minute. It has to do with the genes of the people who built America. That's where the value of ourselves lies. Even if you took us and threw us at birth into a forest, if we had the same blood that, that we had when we came over from Europe, we would eventually create a society worth living in. Now, it wouldn't be Christian. It wouldn't have a lot of the, the happy horseshit we see around us today, but it would be recognizably civilization. So our civilization is, is, Christianity has nothing to do with it. It's purely race that created all these wonderful places that, that, that we see wherever whites are in the majority and actually control their own institutions, i.e. pretty much nowhere today.
but yet is preserved in pockets among whites to the extent they're allowed to carry on privately doing what they wish to do. And we want to expand that. We want whites controlling their own nation where we can set our own rules, say, look, these savages are ineducable and they don't belong among us, and neither do the Jews who sick them on us and who mistrained our daughters, getting them murdered, raped, or just plain mentally screwed up. It's disgusting, and it happens over and over and over, and no one outside of TAA and Goyfire and VNN is allowed to speak the truth. So if you know what we're talking about, like the murder of one murdered young man and a murdered daughter-in-law, uh, get on the VNN forum and discuss it with us, and let's come up with some solutions and put them in. Well, this story, okay, we see stuff like this. The conservatives are always pressing for formal legal equality. Now, how do you win when one side is overtly racist and given cover by every newspaper in the land to press their race-specific claims while we fight a rear-end tail guard action for formal legal equality? Why in the world would niggers exchange legal superiority for legal equality? What are they going to, they're going to somehow, these really idealistic and thoughtful niggers are going to go, yes, it would be fair to the whites to have just basically a little equality and the freedom to let them go. They're fucking niggers. And the people running them are Jews. They're the least idealistic people in the world. They want advantage over us. Of course they're going to keep the system, and they're not going to keep it. They're going to make it even worse. There's going to be more discrimination against whites. I mean, you're, you're forced to cooperate in their system. Reject the damn system. The system is the problem. It's not any tweaking of law that can make these problems go away. It's a goddamn violent revolution that overthrows these fucking kikes and installs normal white America in control of this country. And, that, and, that, and that's what we seek. If it could be done legally, it wouldn't have been undone legally. The problem lies in refusing to acknowledge that the Jews are a group that has interests hostile to your normal white interests. And your normal white interests are what VNN defends. Who were the white men who uh, signed off on affirmative action? You know, who, who were the That happened under uh, Nixon. It happened under Nixon. It was started by LBJ, but it really got going under Nixon. And, and one of the Jews under him, I forget his name. It was something like Rosenthal or Rubenstein or something like that. But he was the, that was where it got really institutionalized and started to spread widely. It was under Nixon, you know, good old Republican, conservative, anti-communist Nixon. Like they say, liberal policies and conservative men. As long as they use the right words, the masses will go along, you know. They see a nice, genial person like Reagan, and he's growing the government or, or you know, starting a Jewish memorial or, or doing something to help blacks. Well, they go along with it because it seems conservative. But you got to look behind. you got to look behind the scenes, behind the facade. you got to look sideways at your TV. Who is producing this show that's running in front of your eyes? Well, it's some Jew. What's he doing? Well, he's, he's putting out a Punch and Judy show that's not in your interest. They're, they're amusing you. They're entertaining you. But at the same time, it's their agenda being gotten across. And you watching the mainstream parties need to realize that they are the same damn thing. There's not a dime's worth of difference between them, as one system politician said about 40 years ago. Same, same damn thing. What we have here in Goyfire is something genuinely different, and that is whites yeah. living as whites, defending their interests as whites. I mean, you have guys, you know, scribblers uh, writing up legislation, and then you have a, a, a huge PR branch candy-coating it and spinning it mm -hmm. whichever way it's got to get spun to get acceptance by, or let's just say a dull acceptance by a non-voter in a, in a system rigged. Uh, against him getting any type of voice in that government. I want to make one final point on that. Uh, what, what you were mentioning, Aegis, about these, these women going into these inner city, and it's not just women, it's men too, go into these inner city schools and attempt to educate these Negroes to human level and uh, receive nothing but abuse in exchange. 
City Journal is one. It's actually a neocon place, but uh, there's there's a couple writers in there who've written on that ex- exact topic. There was actually well, a kike who was the uh, son of of some big shot kike who owned a, one of the major media uh, conglomerates who who did just that. And I believe he ended up getting killed. I can't remember the guy's name. That, but he wait was a second. That was Ted Turner. Ted Turner. Time Warner. Who was he? Was the CEO of Time Warner? No, 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 no. It was a Jew who owned one of these, and his kid was like 23, and he went into taught in some black school like so many of our young white females do, and he ended up getting killed. Yeah, for yeah, it. yeah. And yeah, I was yeah. just That's glad to see it was a kike that it happened to rather than one of than one of ours for once. But normally, it's not Jews who are doing that kind of thing. It's naive Catholic girls or naive rural Protestants who who go into education and they think they're going to help. And there's a certain strand of them, liberal Catholics, and uh, a certain strand of evangelicals who really think they're going to help the nigger by going in there. And what they find is like, look, I mean, you, you know, it's like trying to, <laughs> it's useless. I mean, it's Sorry, like trying to bail out, you know, a fucking, it's like trying to bail out the Titanic with an ice bowl or something. I mean, it, you just can't do it. I mean, it, it, it's, and that's not even a proper analogy. You can't change the nature of something short of genetic reengineering. Short of gen, genetic reengineering, there's nothing you can do about niggers except treat them as, a, as, a, as you would any dangerous, violent predator. Yeah, well, what I think, you know, what we can at least discern from this article is it's not just, let's say, the leftist uh, conditioning that is is uh, getting uh, people to go into these professions, which is, of course, a factor, but they're being specifically placed in black schools um, yeah. for the very purpose of desegregation. So it's not just that you have these leftist you know, people, who do-gooders who, you know, would more or less have a, a bearable existence in a white school with their leftist ideas. Mm-hmm. No, they're getting sent to black schools. You're, and that's, that's a very that's, good that's point. Even, just, that's even worse, in my opinion. Because, just what you're saying you know, is, that, is that, the yeah, the teachers the teachers are the victims of this affirmative action and this uh, this social engineering as much as anyone else. In fact, that Fred Lynch that I mentioned before, and I believe he's still a professor at, CMC out in Claremont, California, which is now, it's known as one of the uh, main conservative schools, um, but a neoconservative that would be. It's got hit Jude Jaffa, the, the guy who lies, tells lies about Abraham Lincoln, uh, without getting too far abroad, but Fred Lynch is there. But yeah, he, I specifically remember in his book, Invisible Victims, White Males and the Crisis of Affirmative Action, he talks about a uh, white male who was teaching, and I believe it was in L.A., and this is, this is a long time ago, I mean decades ago, at least in the 70s, who was transferred because of this this racial policy of where they want to mix the students as well as the teachers. And his wife was extremely angry about it. That was one of Lynch's side notes, was that actually in many cases the wives were angrier than the husbands about this affirmative action. Well, he had to, you know, he had to spend a lot more time each day getting to the uh, the school where he was, you know, playing his part in the in the racial foolishness. And, uh, yeah, white, whites, it, it's not all whites are necessarily leftist, although this guy was. Uh, many of them are probably thrown into these black schools against their will, and and you know it, it. if That's something's it. unteachable, it doesn't matter what. If you sit them next to, I was, uh, sit them next to you know someone who's not Einstein, who's considered brilliant. Oh wait, there is no one but Einstein who's considered. It doesn't matter if you sit them next to Einstein; they're not going to get any fucking smarter. You know, it's like they it's like they're the real racist. They believe that only by sitting next to white people can blacks learn anything. You know. And uh, it's, but but all they pick up is is the negative apparently. I mean Thomas Sowell, one of the main neoconservatives who's black, argues that uh, and who has done legitimate work, um, basically pointing out that multiculturalism always fails. Nevertheless, claims that blacks are the way they are because they picked up cracker culture down south. 
you know, neatly ignoring the entire history of the African continent to arrive at that idiotic conclusion. But uh, yeah, yeah, the uh, what you see, and we printed uh, recently in letters. I think it was the end of September, uh, a slave master's journal, or he was writing to a, a he was writing to a magazine back in the 19th century that dealt with the topic of uh, slaves and how to how to keep and raise them and and you could see in, in that that he really did take care of his people and I don't mean that he liked them necessarily I mean that he managed them um very carefully and they weren't allowed to get away with this and it was even better for them than than the so-called freedom they supposedly has if they're not ready for freedom then freedom is is not <laughs> a good thing to have you know is freedom good for a for a baby child who's maybe you know 2 years old no they're going to run around and bash their heads on things and fall down and starve to death they're not capable of exercising freedom. Well, niggers as a race are not capable of exercising freedom. To pretend that they are kills our race, which is capable of exercising freedom. You know, the conservatives like to say either you have, you know, either morals or manacles. Either you have some kind of internal self-control or you don't and you have to be controlled externally by, by a cop sticking you in handcuffs. Now, you go and look at on vnnforum.com, you go look at these, pictures and these videos of the Toledo riots and you can see that niggers are without control they're just brainless jungle savages and we don't need them among us so the yeah, question is why are they among us and the answer is you know only from us is because of the goddamn Jew it's because of the ADL it's because of Abe Foxman it's because of the American Jewish Committee it's because of these hundreds of Jewish organizations that work on nothing but subverting our country they truly are as uh, Wagner said the plastic demons of decomposition. Yeah, well, to make two points, the first was the Jew, the kike you were talking about, whose son got blasted by a, a nog, was Gerald Levine, the former CEO ah, of AOL Time Warner. Uh, second Good point, uh, yeah, I was, I remember, uh, or today, the, the video of uh, Toledo, they had the police chief declaring more or less martial law, saying you cannot leave your house after 8 p.m. Uh, on yeah. large swathes of the city uh, uh, landscape. Is this freedom? This is more or less giving control of your entire life to the police because well, you have the misfortune of living in a majority Nog area. And that, that, uh, that's something one of our writers used to say quite a bit, yeah. And these people are completely devoid of these internal control mechanisms, which you you uh, mentioned. And uh, not having those, you have a police state to compensate for. It. So how does how is yeah. that supposed to be reconciled to libertarianism? Well, it it, it can't age just because civilization has a racial basis, and and when the difference between two races is is so great uh, that they can't live together, and that's what it is. We have a system which you know you're innocent until you're proven guilty. That only works if most of the people are basically innocent. When most or a huge minority of the people are criminals, as we see with blacks, uh, it doesn't work. You have to. What does work is martial law, and that's why, as one of our writers used to say, you know, niggers bring the heat down on everybody because they're they they can't act like civilized beings because they're not civilized beings. They're jungle savages. They bring down the law enforcement. And all of a sudden, we got to live in martial law to have any semblance of order. You can only have the the, the liberty and the individual rights and the rest of it when you have a racial context that's made up of people who are basically law-abiding. So when you when you mix niggers and whites, you ain't going to get liberal individual freedom. You're going to get fucking corrupt cops beating the hell out of the occasional perpetrator and, and you know, working with the other one. You're going to get corruption, stupidity, savagery, and martial law because that's what niggers are. If most of the people in the community are niggers, 
Most of the people ain't even people. We are the only people. I mean, look at those niggers. Do they look like people to you, or do they look like some kind of man-shaped animal? You ever notice that you can, you can judge someone's, and women are good at this sexually, they can see in a man in the smallest detail, they can correctly infer how we will be on, on the, just pretty much everything else. I mean, it, it's of a piece. All you need is about a two-second clip of watching those niggers run around. I mean, it looks like ants, except ants are actually running around with a purpose. You know, ants are picking up their <laughs> eggs and running away to protect their, their, their upset colony, but the niggers are just running around. I don't see many of them carrying eggs. I mean, they're just fucking morons. They're, they're running around, and, you know, ideas pop into their 60 IQ heads, and they execute them, then they run off somewhere else, and then they pause and make a stupid hand gesture. One of them climbs up on the roof and starts hopping up and down to celebrate his achievement, and the rest of us are just going, these fucking monkeys. God. <laughs> And, and this is what now, we have to second. live around because we tolerate Jews among us as though they are us when they're our fucking worst enemy. Now wait a second, Alex. Though you did say that they weren't, they, I, I'm, or you, that there was no they're real purpose shaped. to what they were doing. But at <laughs> well, the same time, it was inferred, at least by a couple of people on the forum, that the buildings they were shown attacking one was a gas station and the other was a bar. Uh, the bar yeah. is. Uh, was identified as belonging to a uh, 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 Polish named owners. Uh, they have here, what was his mm -hmm. name? Jagozinski. Um, yeah. They actually had to climb well, that, out of the, that, the building. So it could have been that this was actually a, oh, yeah. a form of ethnic cleansing on their part. A Aegis, you're, you're right. I mean, they did have, they, I'm sure they had some purpose, which was they probably felt these were racist bar owners or whatever. They're going to attack them. I was just referring... Not that they can't have some simple purpose like that, but that they, you know, they just fucking look incompetent, even at trying to destroy the, the stupid bar. They, I mean, it's all they can do to try to create a homemade battering ram, and they just, they're just so fucking niggery. They're not good at anything. They're not even good at basketball. You fucking watch them. They're not good at it. But that doesn't mean they're not a, a huge and threatening problem when they're, when they're there in such giant numbers. I mean, there seem to be an endless swarm of these these half-apes, you know, running out there in these Jewish retail clothes, most of them celebrating, you know, professional athletes, and, and it's just sickening. I think they've been, uh, or, you know, uh, blacks are, are have uh, one of their inventions was the slam dunk. You know, that's what they brought the Motherfucker. And that took a lot Why of Why do blacks use the term motherfucker so much? Why? I don't know. <laughs> 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 what did the black kid get for Christmas? <laughs> Your bike. <laughs> but uh, I've heard that one before. Seriously, I know, but it's a good one. You yeah. gotta admit. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, wrapping up. Anyone final points? I wish to say, for the record, that niggers are bad, and I am against them. <laughs> I oppose them in every particular. You've got you know, my if vote. We can, <laughs> if we can send a man to the moon, then we can send, you know, thirty-five million mammals to the moon too. I suppose. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like a merely technical problem to me. <laughs> You know, NASA is basically a useless organization that wastes tens of billions of dollars, so they ought to be focused on that. How can we send the Toledo niggers and, and, and the rest of the niggers in America, how can we send them to the moon? And not the front side, because we don't want to watch them dancing around. Send them to the back side of the moon. The dark Please, side. For Christ's sake. Yeah. The dark side. The dark, we'll make it the darker there side. <laughs> there has been some talk about biodiesel. It's mm. the new fuel. So, uh... Yeah, that's actually put a nigger in your tank. Breaking down. <laughs> <laughs> They're coontastic. Now with extra watermelon flavor. 
<laughs> that was a cartoon we had from uh, Fisk many years ago. We're always looking for writers for our tabloid. Now, I wrote a, a hell of a lot of this one, but uh, um, we're looking for cartoonists and writers, so feel free to, to uh, jump in, any of you out there with talent, particularly if you are a cartoonist. Right. For anybody who's into satirical content, uh, yeah, send us a script. We'll read it on air, info at goyfire.com. Or give us a call. Sam, what's that number? That number is 304-756-8203. Do you have any kind of talent or whatever? If you if you would sound good on this show, get in touch. We try to have some guests uh, as we can. You know, it's not the technically easiest thing to produce, but but we've got a little system that seems to work fairly well. We're happy to have on guests. This is not an ego show. This is a show about the issues that we're discussing and what needs to be done. So anything good, we're going to get it out there. We'll get you out there in some form. We encourage you to join us. That's all we can do. We can't force you. That number is 304-756-8203. What's that number again? Right. That number again is 304-756-8203. That 304? 304-756-8203. Right. Three That's times true. the charm. Um, I'd, I'd just like to say uh, that as uh, TAA is looking for talent, so is uh, VNN Broadcasting. Uh, we're looking for... Uh, Writers, uh, people who can produce their own uh, shows. Any suggestions to improve our content? Uh, our content. Any original shows, show ideas, performers, sound bites, sound music, bites, music. Yeah. poetry. Hey, if you if you can produce your own podcast, we can we can put that up and make sure it gets an audience because we have a good large audience. Get larger all the time, you know. If you can right. pr- anything and from producing yes. your own show to being a guest on ours to writing for our paper, whatever you can do, join us. Yeah. Send us hate mail at info at com. We'll read it all. Yeah, don't let these shriveled little kikes around the internet turn podcasting into putz casting. Okay, Goyfire is by Arians for Arians, you know. But if you got a, if you got a good slam against us, we're open to that because we like humor. And uh, uh, yeah, anything good, any good content you got, shoot it our way. We'll we'll work something out. So we want to thank you for listening, and uh, yeah, do be sure to subscribe to our feed. And uh, that way you'll be able to get our show every time it comes out fresh. And, uh, yes, uh, be sure to vote for us at yahoo.com. As ever, we'll be bringing you the news they don't. Until next time, America, this is Aegis wishing you the best of goodbye. Maybe a few seconds. Hi, gang activity. I can't talk. I could be the next target. The problem is for the next generation. That's when the hurt's going to come by. Let's kick that Gringlin ass! Come on! Let's go! It's burning! Get over it! They're taking over. And and you're a racist pig if you resist. Go back to Europe. It's a war. I'm a painter. In the last two years, I started buying guns. You don't make anything better by adding 30 million Mexicans to it, do you? I'm not going to sit by on my couch and get fat while my country disappears. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready to hear from the founder of the Minuteman Project? I'm going I'm to show you an armed vigilante right here. These are our weapons. The, the reforms in immigration that have completely altered this country have been the result, really, of elite um, sentiment 
and, and frankly, you know, ethnic interest group lobbying and so on. The Democratic Party sees massive immigration, both legal and illegal, as a source of voters. On the other side, the Republican Party sees massive immigration, both legal and illegal, as a source of cheap labor. There's absolutely no immigration law enforcement, which means we have no borders, which means we have no nation. We don't choose this border, again, as the line in the sand to our own government about what we the people demand and what we expect from the government you know uh, then uh, you might as well just check it in and make sure there's something good on TV every night and stay out of their way don't do anything wrong because you won't stand a chance the United States government has refused to effectively protect the southern border with Mexico for 40 years average American citizens are now banding together to stand up against the government they feel no longer represents their interests October Sun Films presents The Line in the Sand, a documentary by Byron Jost. Visit octobersunfilms.com for more information. The Aryan Alternative, news and views for whites you won't find anywhere else. The Aryan Alternative is a print publication of uncensored news for whites. Issue 2 is available now. Be the first in your neighborhood to distribute news without the Jews by ordering 100 copies for $12 through the Vanguard News Network. Visit GoVNN.com for ordering information. The Aryan Alternative and the Vanguard News Network. No Jews, just right. Live right chat. 24-7. IRC or Java. Pick your poison. White Racialist, Intercourse, Live and Online, VNN Live. That's right, live chat for VNN. VNN.mine.nu, 1488-join, number VNN. And for you Java folks, HTTP, colon, double slash, VNN.mine.nu, colon, 88-VNNLive. Antis need not apply. Come get some. You're listening to Vanguard Radio.